I want you to think this morning for a minute, in this time that we're in, this 2020 uh, tough season that we're in, are you surviving or are you thriving? And I want to ask you whether you think you're in which of those categories. Are you just about making it through? Or are you actually seeing yourself on the way towards thriving? And I genuinely think that the degree uh, to whether we're, we're, we're surviving or thriving is dependent on whether we have people around us that will encourage us on the journey of following Jesus during a tough season that will encourage us to stay positive and we will, whether or not we will encourage ourselves in the Lord, in our relationship with God. Um, you know, you're not going to get encouraged during this time, during just cheesy church videos like, like that one, are you? But I believe that it's as people around us encourage us and encourage you and you encourage others that we could see us moving from a place for, of surviving to thriving, which is, which is what we all want, isn't it? Um, We've picked a number of themes to explore during this Stay Positive series. And today I wanted to hone in particularly on what the Bible says about encouragement, something that we all need, something that we all probably think we're not very good at giving, but we would all take a little bit of, right? Um, Have you ever seen uh, on Jimmy Fallon's Tonight Show, like he does that thing called thank you notes when he just starts out like thank you and writes a little note to someone something and it ends up being completely sarcastic um, and sometimes cutting words that he ends with in those quote-unquote thank you notes are funnier than just normal encouraging words and you know you know as well as I do 2020 has made all of us in some point at some time discouraged You know, one day in the future, you'll tell somebody about something bad that happened back in your life and how hard your marriage or your finances or your family or schooling or educational work was. And you'll finish it by saying, well, well, it was 2020. And they'll they'll kind of give you a pass because they'll know that, well, if it was 2020, then everybody gets a, you know, a a pass on that. But don't we live in a time uh, and a day that is extremely discouraging in so many ways? We've had, a lots of, uh, we've had lots of periods of discouragement this year, but I can think for myself of times when I've been extremely encouraged. And quite frankly, it's because it's been because some of you, some of you that have reached out to me specifically to encourage me at a time when I felt like I, was, I wanted to give up or I was down or I was struggling. I think specifically of my friend uh, Brian, and maybe you're watching this morning, but Brian uh, asked to meet with me for a cup of coffee a few weeks back. And I hadn't seen Brian for a few months, hadn't seen much of him on, on Facebook or the internet. We hadn't chatted much at all, but he just took me out for a coffee specifically to tell me, he said, Colin, I just want you to know, I think you're doing a really good job. And I was kind of flawed. I didn't even know what it was he'd want to meet for coffee with me for at all. But to find out that somebody wanted to get together with me for the express reason of just letting me know that they want to encourage me and bring strength to me. I think of my friend Ellis, who just sent me a text just a week or so ago to encourage me. I think my other friend, Sean, who sent me a text a couple of weeks ago. How are you doing? How is this, this, uh, you know, leading a church during a pandemic going? How's it going for you? We all need encouragement in our lives, don't we? You know, the word encouragement comes from a 15th century French word, which means to make strong, to to put strength in. And we need strength to be put in us in so many different areas of our lives. 
If you're discouraged, you're not alone. Parents are discouraged. Children, our kids just went all virtual on school. Children are discouraged. Uh, Teachers, medical professionals, small business owners, uh, single folks who are just wishing that they could get out and use this time to meet people amidst some, some difficult restrictions are discouraged. But in the midst of all that, Anthem Church, we need to be committed to encouraging one another. And now, now sometimes I realize I'm just not very good at this. Um, maybe it's a British thing. I don't know. I'm going to kind of use that as an excuse this morning. I was chatting with Ashley Pitkin. Ashley is one of our team and one of our preachers. And we're uh, privileged to have uh, Ashley as a competent and skilled preacher on our team. Um, and she asked me a few weeks ago after she would preached, she said, well, well, how did I do? And my response, I thought it was like, this is the best response I could give, was just to let her know there was nothing wrong with it. And as a British person, you know, we don't tend to like use our words extravagantly. Uh, Some of you are hoping that I don't do that this morning for the next 30 minutes, but like we don't tend to use our words extravagantly. And so for me to say there was nothing wrong with it, that was the the best uh, 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 compliment I could give her. But she was like, well, you got to give me more than that. And I said, well, it was awesome. And she's like, right now, now we're talking, let's keep going because now we're starting to get somewhere for me to say there's nothing wrong with it meant it was perfect, but perhaps it didn't come across that way. Now, you have to remember, this comes from the country that in the, in the height of the bombing of World War II, when, when Britain was about to bow the knee to, to Hitler, uh, the best the British government could come up with to encourage the British people and stop them from just quitting was keep calm and carry on. So let's Let's get real. I'm not alone in being the only British person there that doesn't tend to be extravagant with my encouragement. But I think in this case, you know, as we study what the Bible says about encouragement, I think God might be American on this one because uh, because the way that I read uh, about encouragement in the scriptures and the way we're challenged to encourage one another It's with verbal, um, uh, clear encouragement to one another that is going to insert courage into one another's lives. So whether this is natural for you or not, I believe that we can learn something from the scriptures. Now, you, you might think, well, I'm just not good at encouraging people. Well, at one point, you weren't good at walking either. And you took a few steps and every time you did it, you fumbled, you fell down, you hit the ground and eventually you figured it out. And most of you, I mean, pretty much all of you have walked at some point during this day to get to where you're at, maybe most of us. Um, But there's three ways that I believe the scriptures cause us to encourage one another. And I believe you and I can all figure this out together on how to stay positive because of encouragement. The first thing is is, is this, is we're, we're challenged in the scriptures to encourage one another daily. The book, uh, the writer to the book of Hebrews uh, said in, in Hebrews 3.13, says, but encourage one another daily as long as it is called today so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. There's this clear command in scripture for followers of Jesus to encourage one another daily. While we have this chance, we need to encourage one another daily because sin constantly wants to deceive us and to get us believing lies, to get us believing the worst. 
But when we encourage one another, we believe the best in each other. We believe the best in, in different aspects of our lives and, 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 and our character, our personality and our abilities that we're encouraging in one another. When we encourage one another, we are learning to believe the best rather than to believe the deceitfulness of sin. I have a friend on the West Coast, his name's Tim, and he's been somewhat of a coach uh, to me and my wife over this last few months as uh, we carry on uh, leading Anthem through the pandemic. And every Sunday morning, he doesn't encourage me daily, but every Sunday morning, Tim sends me a text, an encouraging text. I've got strings of these on my phone and I love to read them and just to see, hear Tim's words of encouragement to us. And so my, my phone uh, vibrates in my pocket at 8.30 or 9.30 on a Sunday morning every week. And remember, this is East Coast. So Tim's up at 5.30 or 6.30 on a Sunday morning praying for me, praying for us, Anthem Church, praying for our online and our in-person gatherings. And I love that I've got people around me encouraging me. Who are you encouraging this week? Who are you being a voice of encouragement to daily? I hope you're encouraging, for those with kids, I hope you're encouraging your kids. I hope we're encouraging our spouses, our our work colleagues, people inside the community of faith that we're in and outside as well. Are we a voice of encouragement that will help people thrive and not just survive? I'll I'll read some other verses uh, from from, uh, Hebrews, chapter 10, verses 24 and 25. It says, and let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. Do not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. This idea of encouraging one another daily can only happen if we're in touch with one another. If followers of Christ are encouraging other followers of Christ to continue in our faith, to continue in our walks with God, maybe it means attending a small group. Maybe it means committing to Sunday morning online. I I firmly believe that followers of Jesus, especially now that we have uh, an opportunity to, to do church online or in person, should make a commitment to being together when the church gathers. So it says, Uh, do not give up the habit of meeting together. Uh, Don't give up the habit of meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. Don't make a habit of of not going to church. Don't make a habit of not being with other followers of Jesus. I'm telling you, this is from somebody who's done this for 30 years of my life, either as a person who's in church ministry and in times of my life when I haven't. I've made a commitment for me and my family to be in church, whether you're in church in person or online, to be together on a regular basis, to commit to smaller groups when those opportunities come up. So we've just finished an alpha group just recently at Anthem. And I know that for those who were part of it, because they told me this, they're like, I love this opportunity to be together with other followers of Jesus. So wherever you are, I want to encourage you, like stream, if you, stream this service if you're on vacation. Comment in the chat. Tell people that you're there. Allow yourself to be encouraged. Allow Jan and the team, who's our online host, as you know, to tell you hi, to encourage you, to, to come alongside you. We've got to encourage one another daily. But we've got to also encourage one another spiritually. Don't just encourage each other like, oh, you've got a, you've got a great 
great haircut or like you got really nice shoes or like you're the best person I've seen playing that playing that level of Grand Theft Auto like don't just encourage things on encourage people on practical levels of like of, of what they did that week or something let's encourage one another spiritually the Apostle Paul was somebody who who was firmly committed to this in Romans chapter 1 he said I pray that now at last by God's will the way may be open for, for me to come to you I long to see you and, and, and get these two things, that I may impart some spiritual gift to make you strong. And that is that you and I may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith. Paul wants to impart something spiritually to them. Like a, we believe that spiritual gifts aren't just uh, talents or abilities we have, but they're, they're gifts that are imparted by the laying on of hands sometimes. And Paul is wanting to impart something to them, to, to strengthen them. And he's saying also so that you and I may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith. Have you recognized yourself getting in this isolation away from other Christians, away from other people who serve Jesus? And like, I need to get myself in a place where I I and them can be mutually encouraged by faith, as well as, as well as encouraging each other daily, spiritually. I believe it's important that you encourage yourself in God. I can't, I can't make people encourage you. I can't, as much as I can challenge all of us today, I can't make you get five texts before the end of the day with people telling you how great you are and, and to keep going and to stay strong. But what I can do is remind you that there's also an element in, this, in, the, in the Word of God that we encourage ourselves in the Lord, that we encourage ourselves in the Scriptures. In Psalm 42, the psalmist uh, asks this question of himself. He says, why so downcast, O my soul? Why, my soul, are you so downcast? Why are you so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. It's as if the, the psalmist has got, like, he's looking at himself in the mirror in the morning and he's saying, like, why are you so downcast? Why are you so anxious and down and, and bordering on depression when you have an ability to put your hope in God? He's challenging himself. He's, he's questioning his own soul. He's like, why are you so downcast, my soul? Put your hope and your faith in God. I want to I pray because I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. And King David, King David, one of the writers of many of the Psalms, was a, was a classic example of this. When in Psalm 130, he, he did a similar sort of thing. It's that looking in the mirror at yourself kind of a Psalm. And it's saying, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that, it is, all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. He's, he's, he's telling himself, soul, soul of mine, uh, don't forget the benefits of following God. Don't forget that he heals you. He saves you. He redeems your life from the pit. He sets you free from darkness. It's, it's important that I decide that in the midst of sometimes discouragement around me and feeling like, listen, I'm the one that needs the most encouragement here, that we learn what it is to encourage ourselves in the Lord. We learn what it is to to. to come to God and say, God, I'm going to strengthen myself by reminding myself, reminding my soul of your benefits of following you and serving you, reminding myself of your faithfulness to me, your strength and your goodness and your character in my life. 
So let's, let's uh, encourage, each other's da- encourage each other daily, encourage each other spiritually, and encourage each other in the Lord. Now, now, how do we do this? Like, how, how do we practically do this? And, and I've got a couple of things, but I think this, this first thing is the most important. When you, it, it's going to be a, a tough one. You're going to need, there's a lot of big words here. It's going to be hard to understand. I'm not sure if you get it. Ask me later if this is confusing. So here we go. When you see something good, say it. When you see something positive, in somebody else, speak it out. Speak out what you're seeing in them that you would like to encourage. Like, how easy is that? Like, how hard is that? Craig Groeschel says this, positive words are difficult to remember and negative words are difficult to forget. Like, like we, we need to keep reminding ourselves, uh, reminding one another with positive words of the goodness that we see in them. Sometimes I have the hardest time uh, encouraging those who are closest to me, my, my wife and my kids. And I'm challenged today myself to speak what I see in them that is good and, and is representative of God in their lives, encouraging them daily, spiritually. And then another thing, here's a second thing. In, when you see something good, say it. And also this one, say it in unexpected ways. When unexpected people encourage me, I'm flawed. And when they say it in unexpected ways, I'm, I'm, I'm even more flawed. I, I don't mean like go ride it on the, the windshield of their car in the middle of the night. It's a little creepy. But like maybe instead of just texting them, maybe you could call them. You do know that those phones that you have are capable of making phone calls as well as sending texts, right? But maybe there's a, maybe there's a personal aspect to calling somebody and letting them know, listen, you know, you you might not hear this from me very often, but I just want to let you know I'm encouraged by your faithfulness. I'm encouraged by what I see of God working through you. I'm blessed because you're in my life. I'm strengthened because I get to call you a friend. I'm glad that maybe it's somebody who leads a group that you're a part of or a ministry that you're in or that you feel like this person is standing shoulder to shoulder with me as a follower of Christ. Or maybe you need to be the one that's doing the encouragement that you're, you're encouraging people in unexpected ways. You know, Anthem, I believe that one of the most spiritual things that we could do to strengthen our community and to strengthen our community's reach into our broader community is to be committed to being together week in, week out for the purpose, not just for the purpose of coming to church, but for the purpose of mutually encouraging one another, as Paul said, so that you and I will be mutually strengthened by each other's faith. Let's continue to strengthen one another. And my prayer for all of us is that we will build one another up, stay positive because we will encourage one another in the Lord.